Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 468, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary. Joined, as always, by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? Doing okay. Just okay? Yeah. What's going on? What's new in your neck of the woods? Not much. No? What's on the agenda? What are you laughing about? <laughs> you know how we were talking about meet Patino? Yeah. All these coaching vacancies and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So as, as you know, we're, we're coming on to the show, you know how I'm messed up, right? This isn't news to you. That's not news, yeah. That's right? You know what I'm thinking about, you or what I'm wondering out loud about? What's that? How he answers his office phone. Like, this is Rick. <laughs> Does he do the first and last name, Rick Patino? He might. Because obviously he he has a a bunch of levels of security, right? You think he has like a landline, and then he has like his cell phone that no one can get to, but his like well, office no, phone. But is... he's he's got like the office manager and like somebody who like Mr. Patino, like Jim Calhoun's online too. He wants to see if you'll give him like a a, a two for one, like a home and home, or oh yeah. Do they do their own scheduling, the coaches? I think that's more the athletic directors. Yeah, the but point, they right? still might want to talk because, I mean, the athletic director has to talk to the coach to see if they want to do it. So they come in. Mr. So he Patino, probably, if he Mr. Patino, your son, on, Mr. Patino's on the phone for you from New Mexico. Online, too. He's, hey, Jimmy, how's it going? How, yeah. how are things going out there? Like, so he. Yeah, that could be. I think he probably answers his, like, cell phone differently than his, like, office phone, though. <sighs> And he's probably got like a personal. He's probably got like a burner phone. He definitely has a burner phone based on those stories coming out of the Italian restaurants. He's definitely got a burner phone of some kind. So he's got a burner phone, but I. He's got a cell phone. He's got a burner phone. And then he's got his office phone, and they're all answered differently. I would suspect. And the funny thing is, is that he goes by Rick, and then his kid goes by Richard. Yeah. Like you would think the eldest would go by the Richard, be more formal, don't you think? I I do agree with that. Richard Patino and Richard Patino Jr., but you don't have to go that route because you have Rick and Richard. Neither go by Dick, though, I've noticed. Yeah. Just, I'm curious how he answers his phone. If anybody has ever called Rick Patino, let, let us know. Let us Info know. at WDWBTG.com. If anybody has. Do you think there's anybody listening right now who has ever called Rick Patino? That's a no, I don't think so. This is Rick. Who would now? Maybe you gotta call him to like confirm a hotel reservation or something. How I just I want to know how he answers his phone. That's stupid, isn't it, Mr. Patino? This is Scott Campbell from the Reunion Resorts. Just calling to confirm your reservation for the uh, Nicholas course next week. That could that's possible. Do you think Scott may have called? He's got the he's probably got the best chance out of anybody. He probably has some phone numbers that we could prank call live on air don't you think although maybe that was the uh the mystery guest that your buddy had too sean he's a new york guy think he's ever called rick patino he could be if he's got mystery guests you have to sign like ndas i mean patino Patino. could be in his rolodex it's never once come to your head how he answers his office phone i hadn't thought about it never thought about it no you could think about that with anybody though
Like, do you think if would it be really messed up if he answered, "Thank you for calling St. John's University. This is Rick. How can I help you?" No, that's too like <laughs> cheat. That's too like bank. Like that's like Wells Fargo. Now the real the like a big time alpha one is if you just say your first name really quick. You just pick up and say Rick. Really? That I didn't know that that was a big alpha one. Yeah, I don't it, it's like really sets the tone. It puts the uh the other person on like on the lower ground right away. Really? It t- pushes them off guard cuz if someone answers the phone and just says their first name, doesn't that catch you off guard? I don't know if I've ever heard that, Gary. Like if you called me and I yep. picked up the phone and I just said Gary wouldn't you be like, what the hell? Nah, you know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like it almost sounds like what you do for a living selling fertilizer. Like you're on the warehouse docks, yeah. Joe. And like as as like you driving a forklift, you know? No, you think Joe? You think that's what it's more like? Okay, yeah, you're saying it's got to be like. Hi, this is Rick. It's got to be that, right? I think it might just be a Rick Patino. Oh, that's a that is pretty good. How about his voicemail? I mean, all that we can find, right? So, I, I, but we're probably going to get the secretary's voicemail, right? Yeah, they're not going to get. To, like, I don't think you're going to be able to leave him a voicemail. I'll take your call. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know where the original bill came from from Bill Harner. Yeah, it was like William H. Harner, right? Yeah, William Eric Harner. He actually had the audacity to have somebody like some like female record his voicemail. Like we called him one day. Oh, like like for his office or his yes. personal phone? Oh, that's you reach the move. office of Eric Connor, and like they, like they'd say the name Eric fifteen times. Like you've reached the office of Eric Connor. Eric's unavailable to take your call at this time. But if you leave a name, number, and a message, Eric will get back to you as soon as Eric's possible, or as soon as Eric's available. <laughs> that's Thanks very much, Eric's and have an Eric day. day. An Eric Day. An Eric Day. So did he hire someone or was it like his girlfriend that did it? Nah, I don't even know who I don't even know how that whole thing went down. Or did corporate set it up? Was he a big shot there? No, no. They were all working in like satellite offices. This you is Eric. That. He used to whisper it too, like when we call him on his cell phone. Yeah. This is Eric. Like in with a question mark, like he was wondering if his name was Eric. He wasn't sure. This is, is Eric? Eric. Yeah. This is Eric. That's interesting. <laughs> Pards, I saw a new video on the YouTube page. What'd you think of that? That was really nice. A companion that, that, to our last episode. That chest strap is a beauty, isn't it? You like that thing, huh? Yeah. Wasn't uncomfortable to wear? Not at all. Does it get like, is it real tight? Would it make you like have like sweat marks if you wore it all day in the parks? Like, over eh, No, it's not too bad. You can loosen. No. It's like a backpack. No, that's not too bad. Then. Like, because it would be kind of fun. Like, you wear your T-shirt, and then you take it off to have dinner, and then you have, like, a big X of sweat on your shirt. That would be a little weird. It was very smooth, though. That was yeah. a good good video. So if You, you go enjoyed to U- it. it. Good recap yeah. at the end, too. Yep. Very good at the Grand Floridian. YouTube.com slash at WDWBTG. Go there and subscribe, and you can see a Tron POV video. Which, not too many of those out there because you can't really hold on to your phone during those. Yeah, you you can't use you can't use uh, AV can't on roller coasters anymore. Right. But they don't care. They didn't say they don't say anything about the chest. No, phones. apparently you're allowed to use the uh, the straps that has to be strapped onto you. Well, that's good. So there you go. So check it out there on our YouTube page, and much more that we have on there as well. Anything else here before we take our first break parts? Nope. All right, we'll be right back. What is Roundup? Right here every day. What is Roundup? How on, it's time to play. There's Jesse the Oatland Cowgirl. Woody's horse. He's a smart. Pete the old prospector. And Woody the man himself. Of course, it's time for Woody's Roundup. He's the very best. He's a rootinest, tootinest cowboy in the wild, wild west.
All right, we are back from break. This is episode number 468 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week we're going to talk about some of the new restaurants coming to Walt Disney World in the coming months, including one that is now open, I believe, right? Just opened. Yeah, it uh, opened a day or two. I think yesterday or the day before. Yeah, just just the last couple of days, the... Uh, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and that's that just one's, what that one's that's... scheduled to open twenty third, I believe. No, oh, you have all the paper. You're right. Yep, you? the twenty third. That's a couple of days from now. But the menu's been uh, been released, and there some previews and things like that. We should probably start with that one, right, parts? Or do you want to save it? No, it doesn't matter. I thought we were going to go through all the restaurants that are. Oh, all right. We'll just list them off and then kind of go. There you go. We could do that. So uh, some of the new restaurants coming, obviously, Rodeo Roundup Barbecue we'll talk about because that one is opening the, the most uh, the, the most recently after this episode comes out just a couple days again. That's at uh, Hollywood Studios. We have one that uh, I don't know if I consider this a restaurant, but it did get rethemed as the Carousel Coffee at Boardwalk. That just reopened a couple months ago, or about a month ago. Yep that that place got its orifice handed to him. To yep, it. yep. And then we have the. Uh, oh, it the... looks like the restaurant at Motel Six. Right, There's no theme in anymore. Eh, shut up. You like that theme? You like the? I've never been. I've never been, but I just know these people are just they got to they got to knock it off with their constant whining. Well, the problem is it's one or the other. They either go no theme or they do like Incredibles at the Contemporary. There's no like middle ground where it's nice and. Yeah, I disagree. A little bit. The cake bake shop is set Place to open. Fantastic. This year, we talked about that a couple months ago too. Yeah, when they first announced it. That place sounds good. It's a very interesting yep. concept, which I I do like. So it's it's not it sounds like it's just a bakery, right? That you go in and Yeah, but it sounds like the food pastries. is fantastic. But it's not well, they do have one in uh Indianapolis, I believe. Yep. Yeah, so they have one in Indianapolis. And they have you know, you can have like high afternoon tea and like cakes, obviously, things like that. But they also have a full table service, sit down, lunch, dinner, breakfast menus. So it's not just a bakery. There's a lot of other stuff there. Um, we also have Rosa Mexicano, which is coming to uh, the Dolphin, I believe. That's correct. And it is... Described as an elevated fiesta dining experience. We'll have Mexican cuisine, obviously, and award-winning margaritas. And then uh, we have Summer House on the Lake. That That's one's going to be at Disney Springs, right? Coming to Disney Springs. This is another one that... Um, there's a restaurant in Chicago called the Summer House. And uh, so they're kind of copying the theme there. It, I don't know. It, it looks okay, but it, it doesn't really seem like it serves a big need. But I'll wait and see what the full menu looks like. Just some of the the pictures. It's got like sandwiches and pizzas and stuff. So it's like that's just kind of under control already. I'd like to get a little bit of a different concept there. We'll wait and see. It could be good. I'm sure if it's good, it doesn't matter if it's something that's already there. That's at least my opinion. What are your thoughts? Which one of these uh, that we just talked about are you most looking forward to? That cake shop? No. Which one? The Rosa. Yeah. You're a big. You like Mexican food. I do. I like yeah. good Mexican food. Th that helps. Yeah, like Taco Hell is not on the top. Yeah. Table. Just having a plate of refried beans with that, like, gross cheese on top, that's not going to work. But I like refried beans when they're done well. 
like when you get them as a, at a side at like a good Mexican restaurant where they have some good flavor. Right. I'm talking about the stuff that your sister eats. Oh, I understand. No, I know exactly what you're saying. There's a big difference between like slop that comes out of the can that's just like on your plate or something that's homemade and authentic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A head coach of the St. John's Red Storm is Richard Meat Patino. We need to get his coach and staff to assistant coach Gary Ruda. Assistant of coaches, uh, Talik Brown from the Yukon Huskies. Anyway, this is me. I digress. <laughs> this is me. Uh, so you were excited about the Rosa one. So let's, yeah. let's, they just uh, put out some menus there. Yo. So <laughs> what I like to see is two words breakfast buffet. So now, not only do we have a Mexican restaurant, which there's not actually that many. Like you'd think it's a very simple cuisine. There'd be mm-hmm. a bunch of them. Besides Mexico in Epcot. In Coronado Springs. Coronado. But there's not really like none of the other parks really have like a Mexican sit down. You can get like that kind of Chipotle style Mexican food at Pecos Guillaume's. I'll tell you what though, Rick Bayless's place oh, at Disney, Disney Springs. Springs. Yeah, that's is... kind of like Mexican. Ridiculously yeah, good. Ridiculously good. What's that one called? The Cucina Frutina or something? Frutina Cucina. So good. So good. Yeah. Is that Sweet Caroline? What's that? Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. So they have a, a breakfast buffet. I want to start with that. All right. For nineteen ninety nine for children and twenty nine ninety nine for adults. Okay, doke. You have breakfast buffet, including continental breakfast buffet offerings. So already, we're not at a terrible price point. That's a pretty good for a breakfast buffet at Disney. That's right in line for a non character buffet. So we're okay there. We have bacon sausage, chorizo sausage. Which hello, oh yeah. Talk dirty to me, <laughs> Ranch style potatoes. Richard Patino. Scrambled eggs with fresh salsa, lime crema, and crispy tortilla strips. We have pancakes and Mickey waffles with cinnamon whipped cream, Mexican chocolate ganache. We have guacamole and toast. Our signature guacamole spread, marinated tomatoes and jalapenos on toast. And then we have the uh, made-to-order omelets, which you can get a ham and cheese, a meat lovers, which is bacon, sausage, and chorizo, <laughs> and a veggie, which is onion, bell pepper, mushroom, and spinach. So that's all included for twenty nine ninety nine. And you also get, within that, you also get access to the Cont- Continental Breakfast Buffet, which has fruit, yogurt, hard-boiled eggs, danishes, croissants, muffins, oats, cereals oatmeal things like that so you can get just the continental breakfast buffet for $21.99 and add it to an a la carte order you can get the full buffet which isn't a huge but it's not like a huge Mm -hmm. full breakfast buffet but there's a lot of stuff there like if you were gonna do an egg and bacon platter you might as well get the buffet because then you can get like a ton of sausage a ton of bacon whatever you want with it if that's what you're into for $29.99. Um, we also have a full menu, which you can get, you know, instead of ordering the continental breakfast, you can get a side of oatmeal, a side of fruits and berries, a side of tres leches overnight oats. You get the specialties, which is eggs your way for $21. Two eggs cooked your way. With ranch potatoes, a choice of bacon, pork sausage, shadis, toast, bagel, or English muffin. So I'm looking at this as a businessman parts. For $21, you can get two eggs with the ranch potatoes, which those are on the those are on the buffet. Scrambled eggs and the ranch potatoes are on mm-hmm. the breakfast buffet. A choice of bacon, sausage, or shadis. All of those are on the breakfast buffet. So you don't have to choose. Then you got the toast and the ba- the bagel. That stuff's all on the breakfast buffet as well. So for eight dollars more, I can't see many people ordering the two eggs anyway. In my opinion, it doesn't make a lot of economical sense. Wouldn't you just? 
pony up the extra few bucks if that's what you wanted to eat and then have all all you care to have. Yeah, but it depends. I, I didn't see Sunnyside on the buffet. No, so you couldn't get Sunnyside. So you're going to... Okay. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I can. I prefer Sunnyside up, don't get me wrong. But I don't know if it, is it worth an extra... Or, I mean, it's less money, but to reduce the choices, you're definitely not going to do both, obviously. And again, another one... We have a, a fire roasted vegetable omelet for $21, which has poblanos, sweet corn, tomatoes, black beans, pico de gallo, guacamole, and arbol crema in an omelet. $21. That sounds good. There are omelets on the buffet. This is a specialty one, obviously. We have the uh, chilaquiles divorciados, if I'm saying that right, for $23. Two fried eggs, corn tortilla strips, salsa verde, Guajillo sauce, black beans, Mexican cheeses, crema, and avocado, which sounds really good. Again, $23. You have pancakes for $20, fluffy pancakes, stacked high, caramelized bananas, dulce de leche sauce, and cocoa powdered sugar. So that's a a specialty pancake for $20. You have a churro waffle, sweet cinnamon-crusted waffles with Mexican chocolate sauce and whipped cream for $23. Sounds phenomenal, and I don't even like carbs for breakfast. It sounds good, yeah. If you're in the mood for like a sweet breakfast, that's a really good option. Breakfast burrito for 23. You have scrambled eggs, chihuahua cheese, crumbled chiris, pico de gallo, crema, guacamole, and ranch potatoes. Again, I would question your decision-making if you go with the breakfast burrito over the buffet, but hey, that's just me. We have huevos rancheros, two eggs cooked anyway, crispy corn tortillas, black beans, salsa ranchera, avocado, and ranch potatoes. There's a kid's menu. You get one egg with your choice of meat and potatoes, Mickey waffles, pancakes. You can get sides of bacon, shadis, ranch-style potatoes, fruit, toast, bagel, guacamole, all that good stuff. And they also have a Bloody Maria or Bloody Mary. So Bloody Mary is a vodka. Bloody Maria is with tequila mm. and then the same bloody mix. And it has, um, it's a house Bloody Mary mix with tagine coated citrus. If you like it spicy, ask for our tres chilies tincture, whatever that means. What's your thoughts here, Pards? Sounds fantastic. I mean, that buffet sounds like a no brainer to me, though. Like the menu sounds really good. But they made the buffet too appealing. Yeah, I guess. It depends what you're what you're in the mood for, though. There's a lot of nice specialty items. And a buffet sometimes is a buffet. Right, but like almost everything on the menu, you can have some form of it through the buffet. And yes, the buffet is more money. So if you're trying to save a few bucks... And only oh, I'd never it. try to save money when I'm going out to eat. No, but I'm saying for somebody else, if it's 23 and you really want the churro waffles for $23, well, don't get the buffet for more money and then get the regular waffles. Okay, I get that. But like the breakfast burrito for 23 I think every single thing on that breakfast burrito is in the buffet and more. So you could like kind of make your own version of that to some extent. But that being said, the chilaquiles and the huevos rancheros both sound really good to me. I like those kind of things. I've made that stuff before at home, like a huevos rancheros where you put the, like you get the beans and the salsa on top of like one of those round, flat corn tortillas mm-hmm. with the eggs right on top. It's very good. Very good. Should we move on to uh, to dinner? Yeah. So that, just for, for reference, this is one uh, page on a PDF for the breakfast. Very good-looking breakfast. I imagine that breakfast probably will be dead. Like, people don't go to those restaurants already because of it's not it's not in the bubble. Like, it, they're so overlooked. I bet that breakfast buffet is going to be one of the least talked about ones out there. Or that breakfast well, yeah, overall. I mean, because it's it's not Chef Mickey's. For the cheerleaders, yeah. Which it sounds fantastic. That would be right up my alley. But we have the dinner menu is nine pages. 
as opposed to the one page for the breakfast. Granted, there is a whole page of wine, beer, margaritas, cocktails, a whole second page. So we get onto the the menu part, and we have a whole uh, tableside guacamole presentation. So you can get the classic for $18, fresh to order with warm corn tortilla chips and roasted tomato salsa. You can get a double for 32 And then you can also top it off. So you can kind of add an uh, accessory, if you will, to your guacamole. Grilled pineapple pico de gallo for $4 more. Bacon and cojita cheese for $5 more. Lump crab meat a la Mexicana for $11 more. Or you can do a guacamole tasting and try all three for $36. Um, I have to say, are you a guacamole guy? Do you like guacamole? Do not at all. Not okay. At all. I really like it. Um, none of the added things appeal to me. I would just take it straight up if I was going to get it. Um, so I guess we could kind of move along from there because you're not a guacamole guy. So you're not going to be able to really add much to that conversation. How about ceviche? Are you a fan of that? Are you familiar with ceviche? Yeah, I've had it at, it, that's a cold soup. I've had it at Sarah Bay. I could take it or leave it. No, ceviche is not a cold soup. You're thinking. Oh, what am of, I thinking of? Of gazpacho. Gazpacho, yes, sir. So ceviche is uh, seafood that is, it's not cooked, but it is cured in like a citrus. So it actually, like the lemon juice or lime juice actually cooks it. So it's like a cold seafood appetizer. And they have a shrimp, a tuna, and a salmon. Um, so the shrimp one comes with tomato, avocado, red onion, green chilies, and Rosa's cocktail sauce. The tuna comes with mango, habanero salsa, serrano chilies, scallions, and a guacamole tostada. Salmon has cucumber, tomatillo, onion, cilantro, charred jalapeno mayonnaise, and taki crisps. Um, that shrimp one sounds really good to me. And the tuna one as well. Salmon one, eh, I could take it or leave it. But those sound good, the ceviche. So we, we have that. We're on that page. We're not even to the starters yet. We can move on to the starters here. And we have some fresh ahi tuna tacos for $19. Soy and lime. Red onion, sliced avocado, cilantro on crispy corn tortillas with the fresh ahi tuna. That sounds pretty good. We have Camarones Diablos, which is crispy shrimp, fiery chili diablo sauce, and cool avocado ranch. Black bean and cheese empanadas for $12. Chihuahua cheese and queso fresco. Pasilla Oaxaca chili and crema. We have some Rosa's Signature Nachos for $16. Again, we have the Chihuahua Cheese, Black Beans, Pico de Gallo, Guacamole, Crema, Cojita Cheese. You can get Red Chili Chicken for an extra $7, Grilled Jumbo Shrimp for an extra 12 or Certified Angus New York Strip for $15 on top of the nachos. So if you want to play the $31 nachos, you can get New York Strip on your nachos. Which sounds pretty good to me, doesn't it? I'm I'm fine with that. Are you a nachos guy? I yeah, I am. I like nachos a lot, especially like at a Mexican place. You got to get the chips. Like when they have the homemade chips, you got to try them. So nachos sound like like super super spicy red sauce that makes your nostrils. I do like that idea. Mm -hmm. I do like that idea. They have chicken flautas, which is a fried corn tortilla filled with pulled all natural chicken, shaved cabbage, crema, queso fresco. Tomatillo and avocado salsa for $13. Here you go, Parge. Chicken tortilla soup for $14. Yep. Red chili chicken, pasilla chili broth, crispy corn tortilla strips, avocado, and queso fresco. We have a quesadilla for $14. Cheese and a flour tortilla, crema, pico de gallo, cojita cheese. Again, you can add chicken, shrimp, or uh, Angus beef New York strip to the quesadilla for an upcharge. We have a classic queso, three-cheese blend with roasted tomato, pickled jalapenos, served with warm 
corn tortilla chips for $13. You can add crumbled shitties for $4, which sounds like a no-brainer, on top of that cheese dip. We have a Caesar salad with a chili spiced croutons, avocado, cilantro, radish, and a Caesar dressing for 15 And you can add the uh, proteins for an upcharge. And a regular chopped salad, which has romaine lettuce, roasted corn, and plebano peppers, black beans, tomato, avocado, red onion, queso, fresco, tortilla strips, cojita ranch dressing. Again, that's $18, and you can add the proteins for an upcharge on that as well. Which of those starters really stand out to you, Pards? Soup? Nachos? Both? Neither? Uh, the soup. The soup yeah. would definitely be my go-to. There's a lot of good choices, though. Oh, God, yeah. In my opinion. Now we're on to the main entrees here, which we have. Like These are like the fancy entrees. This isn't like your normal Mexican place with the beans with the... Uh, the lousy cheese on top, like you said. Can we have you a, visualize it? The the beans and the cheese? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They're not even like that warm. They come out like room temperature. The cheese yes. doesn't even melt on it. Right. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, we have a roast half chicken for $31. Sounds fantastic. Comes with a mole poblano sauce, sauteed spinach, crema, sweet plantains, white rice, and corn tortillas. We have a tampacuena, which I don't know. I'm probably not saying that right, but it's a 10-ounce grilled certified Angus beef New York strip. That's $36, by the way. Um, comes with a cheese enchilada, Mexican rice, refried beans, queso fresco, guacamole, and corn tortillas. We have a salmon pipián, which is sautéed seasonal vegetables, roast corn, black beans, avocado, and pico de gallo for $32. I believe a uh, pipeon is when they cook the fish inside like a paper bag and it kind of like steams with all the vegetables inside the bag. Kind of like what they do at a mare. Okay, they might do that there. We have a, this one sounds good, pork carnitas de cazuela mm-hmm. for $27. Comes with habanero pickled onions, shaved cabbage, avocado, salsa cruda, roasted tomatillo chipotle salsa, tomatillo avocado salsa, pico de gallo, and corn tortillas. So you make like little tacos with it with the pork carnitas. Sounds really good. We have camarones al mojo diajo diajo for $33. Jumbo shrimp, chiris, fideo noodles. Avocado, chili, guajillo, lobster, butter sauce. I have no idea. I can't even picture that dish, but it sounds good. All of it sounds good, doesn't it? Yes. How about this one, Pards? I know your eye automatically goes to these two things. It says ribeye and $72. Right away, That's you got bells going off in your head. 22-ounce bone-in certified Angus beef ribeye, grilled cambrai onion, Chili roasted potatoes, corn tortillas, and a cilantro chimichurri. Again, you get the chimichurri too on top of it. Twenty-two ounce ribeye for seventy-two. That is that seems high for that. Isn't that a relatively small cut with a bone in it? Twenty-two ounce. Yeah, you're probably getting a good pound, a good sixteen ounce. Is that a good price for that? I'm not a. Uh, you know what? On this here, here, here's the thing. I after uh, golf, I was talking to Kurt. He said to yeah. him, his sister took his parents out to dinner at this place. It was like called the chop house or whatever down in Naples. Okay. He said it made the Capitol grill look like McDonald's. The eight ounce filet was $95. He said for four people that it was, uh, six change. Jeez. So I don't know what the hell is going on. So like a year ago, 72, I would have said you're out of your mind. Now I'm saying that it actually sounds reasonable. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's just kind of alarming when it's like twice the price of the next most expensive thing on the menu. But I mean, it's a big steak. That steak's expensive. And if it's cooked well, it could be worth it. I'm not saying it's not worth it necessarily. It just seems like... It's up there, especially compared to everything else. We have a chili relleno for twenty four dollars. 
It comes with black beans, quinoa, roasted corn, queso, Oaxaca, watercress, roasted tomato chipotle sauce. That's a vegetarian option. We have a mushroom jarache for $25, also a vegetarian option. Plancha, roasted shiitake mushrooms, cremini mushrooms, oyster mushrooms, black beans, sautéed spinach, chili, pasilla salsa, queso fresco, tomatillo pico de gallo on corn tortillas. And then we have a signature crispy crackling pork chop for two for $68. And that comes with cabbage and apple slaw, salsa, molcajete, tomatillo pico de gallo, grilled cambray onion, corn tortillas, chili, roasted potatoes, charred tomato jalapeno salsa, $68 for a pork chop for two. That's got to be a monster chop because pork chops usually are big anyway when you order them like for yourself a pork chop for two that must be like a whole side of a pig that thing's gonna be a monster don't you think mm-hmm. what sounds good to you on that main uh that first uh, i mean when in doubt i mean the steak there's just so many yeah i mean the steak would be good certainly the that pork carnitas really caught my attention i have to say that sounds pretty good. So now they have uh, on the next page we have para para I don't even know how to say it paraladas paraladas Rose's own Mexican style mixed grill served on a sizzling platter. All of these are accompanied with freshly made corn tortillas, roasted onions. Uh, frijoles, borrachos, cheese stuffed jalapeno, charred tomato salsa, pico de gallo, and guacamole. They have uh, a serving for two people for $69, four people for $127, and six people for $179, which none of those are bad prices for that amount of people if it serves that many. You get, uh, for two people, you get red chili chicken, Grilled shitties, sausage, and a 10-ounce certified Angus beef New York strip. With four people, you get all that plus jumbo shrimp with cilantro chimichurri. And for six people, you get everything. You get the shrimp, and you get grilled cocoa rub short ribs included as well. So enough for six people with that. They also have uh, some enchiladas. They have a duck carnitas enchilada, a roasted chicken suiza enchilada, a beef brisket enchilada, pasilla roasted mushroom, and a chihuahua cheese enchilada. And those range from $20 to $26, with the duck being the most expensive and the cheese being the least expensive. Um, I like enchiladas. I don't know if I'd go to a fancy place like that and want to order an enchilada, though. Like, if I'm going to go to a fancy Mexican restaurant i'm gonna order something pretty unique that i can't get anywhere else right um you can also get tacos they have a uh, a full taco menu yep which come with three tacos per order for twenty dollars you get crispy shrimp tempura tacos red chili chicken tacos for sixteen dollars grilled new york strip tacos for twenty three dollars roasted mushroom tacos for fifteen dollars duck carnitas tacos for nineteen dollars Chop cheese alambre for $16 and pork carnitas for $17. And then they also have the Berea Quesa tacos for $18. Which, uh, have you seen these Berea tacos? Have you seen this stuff? No. So they take the, they take the taco shell and they dip it in like a greasy beef broth and then they grill the shell like in the beef broth then they give you a cup of the broth to like dip the taco in as you eat it the burrito tacos so that's supposed to be uh very good we have a bunch of sides uh black beans mexican rice mexican fried rice which by the way this sounds really good mexican fried rice is just the regular rice and it's fried with shuris a fried egg bacon corn black beans scallions cilantro tomato and uh chilies that sounds really good i love rice so that sounds really good to me there's a sweet corn esquites for nine dollars 
Um, fried plantains, frijoles, borrachos, mac and cheese. These are all side sauteed spinach. And let us pour queso on anything for $5. So you get queso poured on your shoe if you want for $5, I guess. Which sounds like a pretty good deal to me. What stands out to you at this place? Just the overall variety, the quality? What What are you like? I just really... think it just sounds like it's going to be good, fresh Mexican food. I think it's it seems like it's going to be similar to that one that Rick Bayless's place. Yeah, it and does. when I went there again, I I joke, I I just I love I love it when it's fresh ingredients and you can taste the limes and you can just taste the fresh citrus and yeah, no, absolutely. Like the soup, the nachos sound good. Because when you asked if I like nachos, I like good fresh nachos, right. like the ones that I got at the Metrodome where they just. You know, they poured that stuff. Oh, yeah. Like ballpark nachos is not the same thing. Yeah, obviously. But like when the tortillas are fresh and it's got real cheese on it and they throw it in the oven to crisp everything up and melt everything. And and some of the chips are black on the edges. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Uh, I love this. The soup sounds fantastic. Yeah. I mean, everything sounds really good. The entrees sound really good. I'd Not be interested what, to try that like shared Mexican grill thing. That's like their specialty. Mm-hmm. It comes out on the sizzling platter. I bet that's a really cool presentation too. It's like sounds like kind of like fajitas almost. But I'm yeah, sure where the hell did I get that? Where, where would you, where, I don't forget where I would get those fajitas. But oh, you've gotten them at the? Didn't you get them at the one? In Mexico, the one that's not not yeah. inside the pavilion. Yeah, I have had them there. I've had multiple. We've eaten there a number of times. Yeah. Now, what I didn't see was at a couple of their restaurants, they do have a brunch, but I didn't see the brunch option for the one at Walt Disney World. No, they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll have it occasionally, but it's not on the menu. Because this is located, for those of you wondering, it's located on the ground floor level. It replaced the old fresh Mediterranean market. So it's oh, okay. going to be downstairs over by uh, the ice cream. Okay. Shop. At the Dolphin. Yep. Very nice. And it's not open. It is open now or not open yet. Yeah, it opened a couple of days ago. Oh, very nice. All right. So should we go after uh, hearing all about that? What do you want to talk about with uh, the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue? That's a big sigh. I don't know. Like, so you... you called you called this place garbage. I think I said. Did you say you want to talk about this garbage? What was the what was the? Do you remember what you said? What was the exact quote? Um, let me see what I said to you. I said that barbecue dump. Well, that's what you called it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I was very turned off when they released like the press photos of their menu. Yep. That were supposed to be like staged and look amazing. And it just had like all the same, like brown beige color. Everything looked not good. Uh, and I like barbecue food. You don't like it as much as I do, especially like this style of barbecue food. Um, but I don't know what they must've done a focus group. If people said they'll eat, barbecue food even if it's like the worst stuff in the world because that's all they're putting in these places now they had the one at animal kingdom flame tree and people like oh this is pretty good it's unique it's different and it was it was the only one at the time Mm -hmm. and then they're like well let's get one in epcot now let's get one in in hollywood studios and you know before you know it that's all that there's going to be is just barbecue places everywhere and they don't get any you know different or better i'm not saying they're worse necessarily but they're all basically some form or fashion the same thing that they have and they wouldn't be building them if they weren't popular it's a very safe option for them which i never love the safe options it's not right what we like we go out to eat but i understand why they do it now the thing that makes this one different is well twofold it's a sit-down restaurant so this is their first sit-down barbecue restaurant in one of the parks and it's also 
very style all you all you care to enjoy so it's family style as well yeah um and it's you know it's gonna be weasel central for a long time because my my cousin was working on that project oh really yeah he was and he was up there a number of times because we joke like you'd be like oh i was up and up at your place i said every time you come through the the pearly gates where it says you know walt disney world where dreams whatever they change their slogan to i go do you say i don't i have no idea how my idiot cousin comes up here he said every time i i'm stuck in traffic on i4 every time i get up there i say the same thing but he was telling me he said he wouldn't set foot in that place if they paid him <laughs> well they did pay him and he did step foot right but i'm saying like if they comp his meal yeah. yep yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's super themed to Toy Story. Obviously, it's in Toy Story Land. Um, but we might as well talk about the menu a little bit, and then uh, we'll go from there. So you get uh, romaine and kale salad with uh, mixed with green apples, pumpkin seeds, dried cranberries, and tossed with green goddess dressing. So why don't you start with the price first? Uh. I don't see the price on here. Okie doke. Well, you sent me a link and I clicked it and there's no price on there. So I'm going off of your good show prep. I think it's $45. I think it's $45. Okay. Per adult and 29 for kids. Why is it not showing it here? Yeah. It's Pete like meets lousy website that you sent me. It doesn't have any prices. Oh, on it's here. on Peter likes meters site. That's what you sent me. Yeah. Oh well. Um. Anyway, so they have the salad. They have a tomato salad with uh, tomatoes, cucumbers, pickled red onions, tossed in a white balsamic vinaigrette, and garnished. How good with fresh does that milk. sound? That does sound good. I How would good eat that. does that sound? I like that. A watermelon salad. Garnished with fresh torn mint leaves. I don't think I would probably want that. Um, and then the the main course, you get barbecue chicken. Chicken brined for 48 hours, rubbed with our secret backyard barbecue spice and, spice and smoked to tender juiciness. We have a beef brisket, hand-sliced beef brisket, smoked, then slow-cooked to juicy perfection. Smoked ribs. So all this stuff is smoke, 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 which means no, no, no for you because you don't like smoke stuff. If it's too, too, too smoked. Yeah. Occasionally, yeah, you don't mind a little bit, but sometimes it gets too overpowering. So here's the deal. It's $45 per adult Yep. plus tax and gratuity, $25 per child. Okay. So you're going to get a bread service. Yep. And then you are going to get all three of those salads. Okay. And then for the roundup, some chow, you get to choose one. So they have the plant-based, or then they have the one that you're talking about with the meat platter. Okay, so you get three options with the meat, or four options with the meat, right? It looks like you get chicken, beef brisket, smoked ribs, which is uh, fall off the bone, pork ribs, slow cooked, and our on-site smokehouse. Mm -hmm. And then there's a spiced pork sausage fire grilled over live oak to give it an added kick. And then we have the uh, the plant based one, which is an impossible rib chop, an oven roasted quote unquote bratwurst, and a, sm- a smoked cauliflower topped with sweet harissa drizzle and crunchy walnut gremolata. So those are your two options for the platters, correct? Yep. Now with the sides, there's a bunch of side dishes. Yep. Do you get all of them with the platter? Select or just... four for the table. Okay, so that's pretty uh, sick. Four is a lot, yeah. So out of these eight, you could pick four. We have baked beans, a traditional barbecue picnic favorite. These are plant-based, so there's no mm-hmm. like bacon or anything in the baked beans. Campfire roasted veggies, again, plant-based. A variety of roasted seasonal vegetables. Corn on the cob. Grilled and seasoned with a chili-lime spice blend. Cilantro, cojita cheese, and lime juice. Force field fried pickles, jumbo pickle spears coated with a dill flavored breading and fried to perfection. Potato salad, home style with red skinned potatoes. Slinky dog mac and cheese, spiral pasta, and a creamy house made cheese sauce topped with crumbled cheddar crackers. 
Uh, it's called the Married Spuds, which is loaded potato barrels, which are tater tots, drizzled with green goddess dressing, cheese sauce, and seasoned barbecue spices. And then a veggie slaw, crunchy shredded veggie slaw that is a summertime favorite, also plant-based. Um, I don't know. None of them really jump out at me too much. I'm sure the baked beans are good. Mac and cheese, I don't know. None of the other ones really wow me too much. I wouldn't mind trying them, but mm-hmm. I don't know. They don't, it doesn't, doesn't knock me over. Then we have desserts. So what's the deal with the desserts? Do you each get one, one for the table? or uh, You select the... one each per guest. Oh, one per guest. Okay. So we have a chocolate silk pie, which is layers of graham cracker crust and silky chocolate mousse topped with chantilly cream. There's a cupcake a la Forky, which is one of the characters. Forky is up to something sweet. A classic chocolate cake with gooey chocolate ganache topped with a velvety graham cracker buttercream and a sugar cookie. Apple pie, uh, tart apples and warm pie spice balance perfectly with the creamy sweet filling under a crumble crust. Peach and strawberry pie, silky sweet peaches and tartness of strawberries. This dessert is a fruit-centric delight. And a lemon blueberry cheesecake, iconic creamy dessert that balances the tanginess of the cheesecake with the natural sweetness of blueberries and lemon. Um, then there's also uh, alcoholic drinks, which you could figure out. I don't need to get into that right now. Overall thoughts. What are you thinking? Uh, the first thing I'll say is the yeah. price isn't bad. Yeah. Price is not bad. No. So doing my, because I did prep work other than you. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, that. for the executive chef, he he cooked at Victorian Albert's, Narcusi's, in a couple other places. So right away, I'm like, this guy's legit. Yeah. I think what you're, I, I agree with what the price point, I think the price point is fine. Yep. I, I absolutely don't have a problem with that. I think if you would ask me yesterday, whether or not I'd want to go here, I said, there is no way in hell I would ever go to this place. Now I actually want to go to it. Uh, the food I'm- sounds pretty damn good. Doesn't it? It's, it sounds fine. Now, the thing that makes me say I could go here is because the girls would be entertained. They would actually eat some of the stuff, and I would probably enjoy it just fine. Those pictures still turn me off so much. They did not so do themselves saying, any favors. If you, so you're saying if you were in my shoes and you were married to Susie and the two of you enjoyed good food, California Grill, Narcoosies, and you have no kids... There's no way in hell you'd go to this place. Yeah, I would. It would be That's a long time before it made my short list. Wow, I would avoid it for a while while it's still new, just because it's going to be crowd. It's going to be hard to get in anyway. Um, I don't know. I mean, it could be great. I I'm I hope I'm proven wrong. Just this doesn't appeal to me for this type of dinner. I'd rather just get Flame Tree Quick Serve. Or go over to Whispering Canyon. Whispering Canyon is a great option with more. See, you know, it's it, it, and I said that I'm t- I don't like Whispering Canyon. It just seems like every couple years I'm in the mood for this endless comfort food. And now you're now you see this menu and you're and like, I I'm could do it. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the only thing that would get me to think about it in your shoes is that for under a hundred bucks, it's worth just trying. Right. 45 ahead, you probably get maybe a, a DVC discount. Maybe not. But even still, it's going to cost you 100 something bucks after the tip. If you get a couple drinks, whatever, 125 bucks. That's about as cheap as you're going to get out of Disney for a sit-down meal anyway. Right. And if you're, int- if you're even somewhat interested, you might as well try it. Right. It's not going to be terrible. Like, you're not going to leave... And be hungry because you couldn't eat anything. Like even if you don't love it, there's going to be enough food to eat and enough things right. that are at least decent. And I hope it's fantastic. I do. I don't want it to be bad. It just I have very low expectations. The thing you said about the executive chef makes me scratch my head even more because they definitely didn't do him any service. With those pictures, just look so bad, didn't they? I, I honestly didn't even look at them. 
You don't remember when I posted them like a couple, maybe four yeah, or five I weeks I do. ago? Yeah. It just looked like so bland and gr- like everything just looked bad. But I'm ready. The tomato salad sounds good. I'm not going to pay $45 to try it, but that, that was probably like the best thing. Yeah, that's true. That made me uh, really say, ooh, I could eat that. Now, you know what would be good too, like as, as an appetizer, is like like a spicy chicken wing. Oh, I like that like idea. With yeah. those barbecue, you know what I mean? Like the crunchy chicken wings, not the B dubs, but like a nice, nice little crunchy chicken wing. Like a wing. breaded one, but not sauced. Yeah. But it has like a spicy breading. A little spicy, yeah. Because yeah. every once in a while at a Chinese place, you'll get a, like decent wings that are actually like not 95% bone. Right. And you're like, oh, these are actually pretty good. Yeah, just the plain crispy mm-hmm. wings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have any other thoughts here? Should we take our second break? We can take our second break. All right. We'll be right back. All right, we are back from break. Episode number 468 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. Talked about some of the new restaurants coming to Walt Disney World in the coming months, including uh, this, uh, I keep calling it Woody's Roundup, but that's not what it's even called. It's the Rodeo Mm -hmm. Roundup Barbecue. Barbecue. Roundup Rodeo Barbecue, excuse me. Um, So that was kind of the big one. Because not every day they open a new restaurant in a theme park either. Correct. In one of the four parks. So that is pretty big uh, that that's coming along in the next few days. I'm sure we'll see lots of review videos um, once it's open to the public. And I'll be more interested once that. If if there's a lot of good reviews from some of the people mm-hmm. that I watch that I trust their reviews on, I could change my mind. I'm not saying I would never go there. I just It's not high on my list put it that way but it could move up very easily if it gets good reviews like our buddy nate you know he's gonna go there and he's gonna think oh, it's fancy, he's gonna, fantastic it's fancy yeah. like everything i've never seen like him take a bite of something that he doesn't fancy. like yeah so anyway <laughs> this is nathan is there anything else uh you'd like to talk about here partner i don't think so i think we could pretty much wrap it up don't you yeah We'll remind our listeners once again to go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash at WDWBTG. You can I, think, I think this week we're gonna uh we're gonna throw some uh dolphin, swan and dolphin stuff up. Now yeah. I have a nice little walkthrough. Sounds good now to that me. we're talking about that beautiful Rosa Mexicano. Sounds good to me. Uh we also can be found on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at WDWBTG. You can go to our Facebook group. WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family. Join that group. Um, you can go to our website, wdwbtg.com, follow us and subscribe wherever you download podcasts. You can email us info at wdwbtg.com, Mike at wdwbtg.com, and Gary at wdwbtg.com. What do you say? Anything else, parts? Yeah, if if there was ever a doubt between who has the best food and beverage on property. And I've always thought it was between Swan Dolphin, Swan Reserve, or the Grand Floridian. I mean, with this new restaurant at the Dolphin. I think it just pushes it even further know. ahead. They've got a great steakhouse. Now they got a Mexican. They've got Japanese. They've got Italian. They've got Mediterranean. They, I mean, they do have a really good variety. Don't they? And it's it, most of it's like middle. There's no like... I guess their only fault would be they don't have like that low end sit down. It's all pretty high end and then up to like really high end up with Shula's. 
Yeah, with the exception, I think Il Molino is kind of a, a lower end, not a lower end, but you can it's get out of there, expensive. you and Doc, yeah. for a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's not crazy expensive, but there's no like $22 burger joint there or anything. Correct. Unless you count that ice with cream the, place. With the fountain. I don't count that place because they wouldn't serve me ice cream at the ice cream place. Yeah, that upsets you. <laughs> that's so stupid. I'm not going to get into that. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening to episode number 468 of the WBW Beyond the Gates podcast. From my co-host Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. And-